the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is made possible through the sponsorship of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship and through the generous giving of faithful donors like you. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, you can visit us at awordforlife.com. Welcome to A Word for Life. A Word for Life is the radio ministry of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, located in Tacoma, Washington. And now, here's Pastor Michael Fields with A Word for Life. Psalm 1, starting at verse 1, there was, notice if you will, what the word of the Lord declares, which it says, Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. My friends, on today, I would like for us to focus our attention on the verses of Scripture that we have here found for us in that very first psalm, uh, Psalm 1, verses 1 through 6. And the topic that I would like for us to address on today from these verses of Scripture is this, how the saints can stay off life support. How the saints can stay off life support. Um, Many of you are aware that we have been involved in a revival. We started on Friday night. Um, It continued on into Saturday at the Mission Creek. Uh, Then we're we're finishing it off today. This is the closing out of our revival. Um, Now, many of you, like myself, have church backgrounds of some sort. You have been in the church for some time or associated with the church for some time. Um, and so you have somewhat of a church background. Now, for me, dear ones, w- coming up in the church, they would have revivals pretty much every month. Yes. You have a revival every month. It seemed like it seemed like a revival was going on every month. And so you and, and and 
the, the Lord began to impress upon me after he called me. He began to impress upon me. Why are they having so many revivals? What, what's going on? Why are the people needing to be revived so often? Why are the people needing to be brought back to life, encouraged and, and strengthened, brought back up, brought back up? Why is that happening? And the Lord began to impress upon me that there was the problem that we're having is that we have revivals, but then we fail to learn how to maintain the life God gives us. We get revived, we get resuscitated, we get rejuvenated, we get reinvigorated, but then we don't hold on to what God gave us. And so we find ourselves going back on life support, barely making it, barely inching by, struggling to hold on, struggling to make it through another day. And so we've got to learn how to stay off life support. We've got to learn what what do we need to do once we are revived? What what do we need to do to stay revived? Once we have been brought back to life, what do we need to do to maintain the life that God has given us? The strength and the encouragement, the joy and and the peace that God has now restored to me. What do I need to do to keep this? So I don't end up back on life support. Now, as many of you may know, when a person is said to be on life support, that means that on their own, they no longer have the ability nor the capacity to have and maintain life. That something artificial and mechanical is now being required in order to keep that person alive. And that if that artificial entity were removed from that person, then death would be imminent and assured for them. So when you're on life support, that means something else is keeping you alive. And apart from that thing, you would surely die. Now, taking this issue of a person being on life support from a natural perspective to a spiritual perspective. The Lord in his word gives us some insight and instruction on how we as the people of God can stay off life support. He gives us some instruction and some insight on how we can stay off life support, how we can find life and have life in him and then be able to maintain the life that he gives to us. And it's all found in this very first song. It's all contained in this first psalm of the Bible, Psalm 1. And so we want to take a look at what the psalmist says to us to begin to learn how we can have life, but also maintain life and stay off life support. Now, dear ones, as we begin to look at this passage of scripture, the first thing that I want for us to take note of, I want for us to take note of the place that it is found. I want for us to take note of the place where this psalm is found. Because this psalm is the very first psalm. The the book of Psalms is actually a book of songs. It's it's a book of songs that that people have written. And so they've been recorded in holy writ for us. But it really is a song book. And the very first psalm that is given to us is this psalm. Out of this big song book, 150 songs. The very first one is this one. 
Now, the reason why this is important for us to take note of, dear ones, is because of two things. One reason is because as you begin to look at the subject matter that David and the other songwriters begin to address in the book of Psalms, what you will begin to find is that virtually every human emotion that a person can experience is touched upon within one of those Psalms. As you begin to look at the book of Psalms and you begin to deal with the subject matter, the broad range of subjects that the writers begin to talk about in their songs, virtually every human emotion that a person can have is dealt with in one of those songs. It go, the list of emotions that go that the songwriters begin to deal with their ones it go it covers joy to sadness anger to exuberance frustration to relief depression to satisfaction and fear to trust everything is covered there's no emotion you can go through there's no emotion you can have there's no experience that can come upon you that the songwriters in the book of psalms do not cover Nothing. It is complete. It's complete. It's whole. It, it's, it's, it's exhausted in dealing with every emotion. If you ever find yourself depressed, there's a song in the book of Psalms for you. If you ever find yourself frustrated, there's a song in the book of Psalms to help you with your frustration. If you ever find yourself feeling exuberant and joyful and want to give God praise, there's a song for you. It's in the book of Psalms. It's there. It's covered. All of it is covered. And, and there is virtually, virtually every human emotion that a person can have and experience in their life is touched upon in one of the Psalms. And so you have this, and so you have this Psalm as the very first one that you begin to deal with and encounter as you read the book of Psalms. And dear ones, why that is significant for us to notice is that is because of this no matter what happens to us in life and no matter what life may bring our way the key to both having life and maintaining the life that God gives you as you go through that is going to be found in taking note of what this very first psalm says to us i need you to hear that as you go through the various experiences of life the key to making it through that successfully and making it through that in a healthy and whole way is given to us in the very first psalm that is written. Amen. All of us in here have had experiences in life that have just drained you. They have exhausted you. They have wore you out. You found yourself barely hanging on, barely holding on. Some of us were on the verge of losing our minds. Because of the experience and the pressure, the tension, the, the things, the frustration, the agitation. You were barely able to hold on. And there was the key to making it through all of the various issues of life that can come our way. It's found in the book of Psalms. And the Lord places it at the very first psalm. The second reason why... It's important for us to take note of this psalm being the very first one. It's because, dear ones, I believe that the Word of God is inspired. I believe that the Word of God is inspired. Now, I want to expound upon that word, inspiration. 
Because a lot of times we think of inspiration in the context that's very narrow, very small. But dear ones, when you talk about the Word of God being inspired, what you are basically saying is you believe that not just the things that are written are inspired, but the very place where they are located at in the Scriptures is also divinely directed. And so when you look at this and you see that this is the very first psalm, there was, that's not by coincidence. That's not by happenstance. That's not by accident. That is divinely directed. That is divinely directed to be placed at the very beginning of this book to let the reader know that from this point forward, as you read the rest of this book and you go through all these various emotional issues of life, the key to getting through all of it Here we go now. The key to getting through all of it is going to be found in you having and then maintaining a healthy connection with God. That's the key. If you're going to make it through, it's going to be found in you having a connection with God and then maintaining it in a healthy way. We will get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message in just a moment. But we wanted to take a moment to share with all of you that the aim of our radio ministry at the Word of Life Bible Fellowship is to share the good news of Jesus Christ with as many people as possible and to strengthen and edify the body of Christ through Bible teaching that is both clear and relevant. We would like to see this ministry go even farther in accomplishing this work, but in order for us to be able to do that, we need your help. If you are able, after you have given to the support of your own local home church, if you are able to help us with the cost of airing this program on the station, we would greatly appreciate it. All donations are tax deductible, and they can be sent to the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, P.O. Box 8903, Tacoma, Washington, 98418. And if you would like to learn more about our ministry and be able to listen to some of the archived messages from Pastor Fields, you can do so by visiting us at our website, which is awordforlife.com. And now, let's get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message. But dear ones, when you talk about the Word of God being inspired What you are basically saying is you believe that not just the things that are written are inspired, but the very place where they are located at in the scriptures is also divinely directed. And so when you look at this and you see that this is the very first psalm, dear ones, that's not by coincidence. That's not by happenstance. That's not by accident. That is divinely directed, that is divinely directed to be placed at the very beginning of this book to let the reader know that from this point forward, as you read the rest of this book and you go through all these various emotional issues of life, the key to getting through all of it, here we go now, the key to getting through all of it is going to be found in you having and then maintaining a healthy connection with God. That's the key. If you're going to make it through, it's going to be found in you having a connection with God and then maintaining it in a healthy way. And so we want to look at what the psalmist says. Notice what he says. He says, verse 1, he says, Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. 
nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. Now, the writer starts off by letting us know who it is that is consistently going to need to be on spiritual life support. He starts off by letting us know who that person is that is consistently, you are consistently, if you do these things, you will consistently find yourself on spiritual life support. Barely making it, struggling to hold on, struggling to stay faithful, struggling to maintain a, a proper relationship with Jesus, finding your flesh acting up, finding your flesh having its way in your life, finding your, yourself going back into behaviors that God brought you out of, finding yourself going back into Egypt, back into bondage, finding yourself doing all these things, you will consistently be on spiritual life support if you do these things. Amen. Now, I know I got somebody's attention with all that. I know I got somebody's attention right now. I, your ears are just perked up. Because your flesh has been having a heyday with you. And your attitude's been getting up the best of you. And you just got done talking bad about somebody. And so you just, all, all, your, your ears are perked up. How? Well, 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 well hold on now. How? how it, it's, all, it's really here? It's, yes, it is. It's in the deck. He says, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Dear ones, the writer starts off by letting us know who it is that is consistently and regularly going to find themselves needing to be revived and needing to be restored. Some folk just need to be revived and restored every other week, it seemed like. You just, you, they just need revival every other week. Every other week they tell them, they, oh, I need the Lord to help me. I need the Lord to help me. I need the Lord to help me. Well, well, what's going on? Why do you need to be revived so much? The writer lets us know who it is that is regularly going to need to be spiritually resuscitated and brought back to life and to be brought back into a right relationship with the Lord and a right standing before the Lord. And dear ones, notice again what he says. He says, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. So to summarize, all that the writer is saying here, dear ones, it would be to say it like this. And our vocabulary today would be to say it like this. Blessed is the man or the woman who does not walk, sit, or stand under the influences of those who are ungodly, unrighteous, who do not believe God nor believe in God, who do not love God, who dishonor him, disrespect him, and disregard him. Blessed is the person who does not sit, stand, or walk under the influences of those people who do not love God, who do not respect him, who do not, who do not honor him, who do not regard him. They, they disrespect God, they dishonor God, they, they do not believe in God, and they do not believe God. Blessed is the person who does not sit, stand, or walk under those influences. Now, to break this down even farther so we all can understand what I'm talking about would be to say it like this. Blessed is the man or blessed is the woman who is not constantly plugged in to things like Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube. Watch yourself. Okay. Blessed is the person. Who is not constantly 
plugged in to stuff like Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, and YouTube. And I was, as I was getting ready for service, there was, let me give you all a revelation. Let me give you all a revelation. The Lord spoke to me in my office. Actually, it wasn't in my office, but, but I was in the, church, in, the, in the church. The Lord spoke to me. There was, you on Facebook talking to your spiritual or sanctified or saved friends is not the same as you being in God's word. You talking to another saint on Facebook. Or you watching a YouTube video of somebody preaching is not the same thing as you being in God's word. The difference is the the, the difference is the same difference between an appetizer and the main course. An appetizer. An appetizer is a little something, something. You you can talk to Pastor Fields on the phone, get a little something, something. You can have a meeting with Pastor Fields and get a little something, something. That's an appetizer. It may wet you. It may wet your whistle. It may. It may do a little something for you. But folk don't normally live off appetizers. You need the main course, and the main course is you getting in God's word, and God's word getting into you. That's the main course. Blessed is the person who is not constantly plugged in to Facebook. Constantly plugged into Instagram or Snapchat. Blessed is the person who does not form their opinions on things based on stuff that they hear off Fox News, CNN, or MSNBC. Blessed is the person. For some folk, they don't believe nothing until Fox News says it. For some folk, they 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 won't listen to nobody until they hear it off CNN. Blessed is the person who is not forming their opinions based on what somebody else is telling you. Blessed is the person who is not allowing things like the Wall Street Journal or the New York Times to tell you what you need to believe about stuff. And blessed is the person who is not forming their opinions on people or about people based on the latest gossip that they have heard about them. Blessed is the person. Because dear ones, with each one of these things that I just mentioned, you are allowing something other than the word of God and the spirit of God to guide and influence you on what you think and on how you see life. And dear ones, none of the things that I have mentioned have any life-giving or life-sustaining power to them. None of them do. None of them can give you life. None of them can sustain life. I don't even. I don't care if you're talking to your saved, your saved friend, your saved BFF on Facebook. They cannot give life to you. They cannot sustain life. Only the Word of God can do that. And so, and so, it, it's. It, it, it's similar to a person trying to have life and be healthy, live healthy, so trying to sustain themselves on a soda pop and cotton candy diet. It, it's like it, it, a soda pop and cotton candy. It tastes good. It, it, it might be good for a little bit. But after a while, the unhealthy effects of it begin to show themselves in your life. Y'all ain't praying with me today. It tastes good. It's on Facebook. Oh, look at what they say. It tastes good. It may be good for a while. It's good. It's good going down. It, it wets your whistle. But after a while, the unhealthy effects of it begin to show itself in your life. 
Y'all don't like me now because I'm talking about you right now. You know, you got, some of you got Facebook. It's, on, it's one of those buttons you just push on your phone. Just boop, Facebook. Just come right now. You even got to type it in. Just boop, it's there. It's there. You there. Y'all know, you, y'all know I'm telling you the truth. Y'all, that's why some of y'all don't want to look at me right now because I'm indicting you. You just, I ain't going to look at her. It's there. We 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 live. We we. It's there. It's it's right there. It's, it's I'm, I'm I'm plugged in. I'm tapped in. Blessed is the person that is not allowing themselves to be influenced to that degree by these types of things. If you do, dear ones, you will consistently find yourself needing to be revived. Yes. Consistently find yourself needing to be restored back to a right relationship with God. Hello, dear ones. This is Pastor Michael Fields. And here at the end of today's broadcast, I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you to all of you for taking the time out of your day to tune in and listen to our program. My hope is that today's broadcast has been a blessing to you in some way and has helped you in your walk and in your relationship with the Lord. And I want to encourage all of you to tell a friend about this program and join us here next time as we look into the riches of God's Word in order to find a word for life. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.